Welcome to our weekly podcast, Boozy Books and Movies, where we have a themed alcoholic beverage and discuss books and then how they compare to their movie or TV show counterparts. Hello, and welcome back to our podcast, Boozy Books and Movies. My name is Melina. And my name is Colton. Last episode, we talked about... It's been a long time. Um, it's been two months almost. Sure. It was December 12th, I think, was the last episode we post. Sure. So we had a little break over the holidays, and we are back. We Okay, so the last episode, we had wrapped up the whole Pavetta and Juni story. Yep. With Calanthe. Yep. Um, and Geralt has taken a... Has, a, has, given, has given a... Pro, uh, has taken an unexpected child... Basically, like an unbreakable vow <laughs> right. Right. situation. Right. He, um, he will return in like ten years or something to to, to collect his prize or some some shit. I think so. it was like six, six years, something like that. So. I don't remember. Right, but right. yeah. So. so basically, he's gonna get a child in a few years after it's out of toddler stages. Right, exactly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then we kind of started. Uh, we listened. I listened to the Voice of Reason Part Five, and uh, that is. Segwaying us into the next section. We meet the Dandelion. Meet him. Oh. We hadn't met him before. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We met Dandelion. He harassed uh, some priestesses. Right. And yeah, and now we're gonna start the end of the world. But Edge first... Alcohol! Of course. Yay! So... I have a goblet in front of me. Courtesy with... of Ikea. Right. If you want to take a little look-see at this beautiful concoction, you can go onto our Instagram page at Boozy Books and Movies. Also, check out our TikTok. Mm-hmm. We're starting to post more videos. Um, we also took a little bit of a holiday break on there, and we were <laughs> posting advent calendar videos that I am now posting the rest of. So, got about eight more of those videos coming, and then... <laughs> Um, I also have a series of Valentine's Day videos that we're going Ooh. to start doing um, over the next few days Ooh. leading into Valentine's Day. So right. stay tuned for that. So what this, do we got here? This drink in front of me. What does it look like? Huge to you? goblet. Has some strawberries on top and a little, uh, little lemon slice. And they got a little cute little plate. Uh, it's adorable. Check that out. Booze Books Movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay, so it's in, it's like a little slushy thing. Mm-hmm. Well, sniff test. Uh, uh, I don't know. What I'm smelling. Smells good. That's good. All right. Let's take a little sippy. Dink it. It needs to be stirred around a little. Stuff oh, man. Settled at the bottom, but. That is delicious. This isn't a wine, right? Is it a wine? I don't know. A you wine, tell me. A wine slushy. You tell me. Filled with, uh. With strawberries and, and, and lemon juice. Oh, that would have been a good idea to put lemon juice on it. <laughs> there are spoons if you don't want to just slurp up the fruit. <laughs> but it's more fun. All right, so I'm picking up a red wine with one of those like sugar cube things. A big old slushy, but this specific flavoring I'm not quite catching. Uh, I mean, I'm just assuming there's some strawberries in it. Um, yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, it's a white wine. White wine. Okay. And this um, lush wine mix mm-hmm. that I got off of Uncommon Goods. This is a strawberry basil lemonade. Nice. The entire bottle of wine mm-hmm. plus water. Mm. I mean, you're not really going to get to freeze very well without the water because there's also vodka in it. Mmm. Mmm. 
And then oh, this. dang. So this is like, this mixer is like a sugar, uh, yeah. It says organic cane sugar, strawberries, crystallized, crystallized lemons, and organic basil leaves, citric acid, or organic hibiscus petals. So nice. it is like just a ground, it was just like a powdery mm-hmm. mixture with some sugar in it, which is what has settled at the bottom. But I mean, honestly, it's pretty good. And then I froze it. Wow. In a picture. That's yeah, great. Yeah, so it's, this is a, the wine is a Kirkland Signature 2022 Marlboro Thai Point Sauvignon Blanc. Nice. Is that how you say all that? Sure. I'm not a wine connoisseur, so <laughs> I don't usually like wine Unless at all. it's frozen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't even like the other one. Yeah. I like this slushy. Yeah, this is the good. The white wine one, but yeah, we had, a couple months ago, we had like a red wine slushy. Yeah, right. Uh, this is good. All right, so we are starting with your section, the edge of the world, section yeah. one. Woo! All right, the edge of the world, section one. Dandelion, this is like, you know, fla- they're like flashback to, to the story that they're telling. Right, so in the, the voice of reason section, Fine. they, yes, of the start of this chapter, right. they were talking about like, do you remember right. that time? Right. And then it's like, you know, dreamland. Like, <laughs> yep. And then. So now here we are. Yeah. So Dandelion is walking down the stairs of an inn with two tankards of beer in hand, squeezing through a group of people. Villagers were gathering around the courtyard where the witcher was talking to the alderman. The alderman has absolutely no idea what a witcher is or what they do, so Dandelion and Geralt try to explain it over and over and over again, but he's not getting it. Like, Just think like talking to your grandparents in the nursing home, you know, hey. Yeah, but no one knows what witcher is or does. That's true, I guess. That's this true. is a recurring problem that we're that having. That is true. That is true. Essentially, you know, you're talking to your, your, your great aunt Lucy and she's just absolutely senile and she has no clue what you're talking about and you just keep repeating yourself. Baldwin finally kind of gets it and explains that they have a reathering hereabout. And there are elves in the mountains, but people that go uh, there never return. Geralt already decided that he wasn't going to go up in the mountains anyways. He was kind of getting the idea that this was a huge waste of time. Uh, the town folk start to explain numerous different kinds of monsters that they want Geralt to kill. They say things like misguides and mamoons that prevent an honest peasant from finding their way home in a drunken stupor. And the old man the hag that flies on a broom at night and performs abortions in the daytime. Great. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Geralt listened. He asked a few questions, but after a while, he stood up and said the uh, and told the town folk to take care, and maybe he will be back to take care of these monsters that they keep describing. <laughs> And pretty much blew them off. So they started to walk away, and Dandelion was right behind him. As they walked, Dandelion said that Geralt shouldn't complain about not being able to find work. It sounds like he could work without break until winter for these fine, fine folk of this small town here. Geralt says there wasn't a word of truth in anything that they said, and none of the creatures that they mentioned even exist. Dandelion says, you are joking. I watched them. They were not lying. Geralt says, they were li- They were not lying. They believed in everything that they said, but it doesn't change the fact that the creatures do not exist. So they keep riding on, and Dandelion starts to play his lute from time to time, kind of being annoying, uh, which is very evident early on. <laughs> After a while, Dandelion talks again. Monsters do exist. Maybe not as many as before, but they do exist. So why do people invent new ones? Why don't they just, you know, actually 
use mm-hmm. real monsters as as a guide. You know, this is going back to Greek mythology and how and ancient mythologies and how they need to have explanations for things. Right there you <laughs> go. Uh, Geralt says people like to invent monsters in order to seem less monstrous themselves. When they get drunk, cheat, or steal, or when they beat their wives, starve an old woman, they like to think that the bane entering cottages at daybreak is more monstrous than they are. They fell, <clears throat> they feel better then, and they make it easier to live. So they just like to make up shit because they don't want to, you know, accept the truth of their actions. Right. Dandelion says, I'll remember that. I'll find some rhymes and compose a ballad about it. Geralt says, don't expect, <laughs> yeah, Geralt says pretty much, don't uh, expect great applause from that ballad there, sir. <laughs> After a while of traveling, they momentarily stopped riding because the bard was soaking in the view. Even fields with various colored crops, three deep lakes, their horizon was traced by a misty blue line of mountains, etc., etc. And then they eventually went down the road that went straight for the lakes. After a long time, Dandelion suddenly looks around and exclaims that someone is following them in a cart. I feel like it is way easier to tell when someone is following you when you're on horseback. Right, when you've got the clippity clop of <laughs> yeah. the horse and then a freaking cart, which is going to sound very loud. Mm-hmm. The rolling of the wheels over like every single little bump, the carriage goes like flying. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Geralt says, incredible. He doesn't look around to look at the cart. He says, in a cart? And I thought the locals rode on bats. <laughs> After <laughs> look at Geralt and yeah. his humor. Right. After a while, the empty cart caught up and stopped behind the witcher. The man that was driving the cart said, the gods be praised, noble sirs. Dandelion says, we too praise them, almost <laughs> sarcastically. And Geralt said, if we want to praise them, murmured the witcher. <clears throat> the man is called Netley, and he was in the town where the alderman was um, talking to the witcher. Um, Netley seems smarter than the people in the town, uh, because... <laughs> a huge, I was trying to refill Colton's drink while he was reading, and a huge ice chunk just fell. <laughs> Splash everything everywhere. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry to interrupt you. I was really trying to do it stealthily. No, you're great. Netley seemed like he was smarter than all of the other people in the town um, because he could definitely tell that the alderman was making up like everything um, because they just wanted Geralt to be hired for like work. Netley actually wanted to hire Geralt for a real job and he said that he would explain it as they rode to his home in Lower Pasada is the town name. Posada. Posada. So Geralt and Dandelion climbed into Netley's cart and Geralt stretched out on the hay. Stranger danger. Right? (laughs) I mean, you're with the witcher, so. I mean, yeah, but you still, you're just getting some random guy's cart. He could drive you off a cliff and you never know it was coming. That's true. (laughs) Geralt, like, stretched out on the hay and Dandelion was afraid to get dirty. So he sat on the side of a wood plank. As they rode on, Dandelion talked about agriculture and how this place at the edge of the world is so rich in natural resources and beautiful and how beautiful it is and all this stuff. And Geralt doesn't really say much, but Geralt uh, eventually questioned Dandelion if he truly knew anything about agriculture. And the bard explained that he must know everything about anything and that he's, he, he must know everything to be good at his job at singing and making ballads. Netley then explained that they are in the Valley of Flowers and that their forefathers settled here because of it after getting rid of the elves, those dirty elves. And the racism continues. <laughs> racism. The Valley of Flowers, Dandelion explains, 
is uh, Dol Blathana is what that is like stands for, I guess. Um, the elves have gone, but their name remains. So, like, it's elvish for the Valley of Flowers, I yeah. guess. So then, like, Dandelion uh, asks how, like, do you humans get on with the elves that live here? Um, and he was like, they, they stay in the mountains across the path. And Netley says, we name mix with each other, each to their own. Dandelion says, the best solution. Isn't that right, Geralt? And Geralt did not respond because he is not a racist. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and that is the end of section one. <clears throat> All right. Section two, uh, Netley, like, took them to his house and fed them dinner. And I think his wife was there. And there was also an elder of Lower Posada at the table um, as well named Dunn. Dune? D-H-U-N? How would you pronounce that? Dun? What, say, what, say it again? D-H-U-N. Dun. Yes. Right? Yep. Dun tells them about a good field that has a um, devil, but mm-hmm. they spell it D-E-O-V-E-L. Right. So this is trying to show you, like, how... I wouldn't say not cultured, I mean, kind of, but, like, the fact that they're not very, like, knowledgeable, so they just call this thing a devil. Sure. Dandelion says that devils don't exist. Girl calmly asks, you know, de-escalate the situation here. Girl asks what it looks like, where did it come from, and how exactly does it bother them? Dunn says, well, he looks like a devil, came from nowhere, and that he doesn't really bother them too much, and sometimes he even helps. (laughs) He fertilizes the land, scares away or eats all the pests, and watches over the crops. But he eats a lot of cabbage. Geralt says, well, are you willing to pay me to get rid of it? Because Geralt's trying to figure out, like, what the hell's going on right now. <laughs> and Don says, yes, this is his land, and that they don't want the devil's help, and that caused all sorts of mischief in the village as well. They do not want Geralt to kill this devil, only to catch it or drive it over the seventh mountain. Sure. Which, I don't know what that means. Does that mean, like, seven mountains over? I didn't... Uh, I don't know. Um, Geralt says that's unusual to show mercy like that, but but that he would like to take a look at it before agreeing to do anything to it. So they gave Geralt an approximate location of where it hangs out during the day and then offered their hospitality and for Geralt to take as much time as he needed to rest before he, like, went out to, you know, case the joint. Tandelion <laughs> um, is confused and is asking Geralt why, after the last village, and how they were all made-up monsters, is he, like, entertaining them on this one? Um, because devils are a mythical creature that don't actually exist. So, Dandelion's logic is Geralt said no to every single request from the last village because they were all fake. And Dandelion's like, I know this one's fake. Right. Why are you entertaining this one? Right. Geralt says that he can't resist the temptation to having a look at something that doesn't exist. Bum, bum. That's the end of my section. Oh, nice. Cute. That one was a short one. Yeah. Next one. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Section number three. One thing is certain. This devil is not stupid. He is located in a tangled jungle of hemp. Geralt explains that a field of this size emits a strong aura against magic, and most spells will be useless here. Dandelion says that he was. Dandelion says that he has never seen Geralt work and is curious how he will approach the situation. And then he's like, "Yo, what are you gonna do?" So have they not been together very long at this point, then? I'm assuming that. If he's never seen him work? Right. I'm assuming hmm. that they have not been, like, in a company for very long. Okay. Know? Like, yeah I, yeah, I feel like this is pretty early on in their relationship, I guess. Hmm. So he's like, what are you going to do? Geralt's like, I'm just going to rummage around a bit in the hemp. <laughs> uh, Dandelion says, all right, well, that's original. <laughs> And Geralt's like, well, how would you go about go about doing this? Uh, Dandelion says, intelligently. 
I chase the devil out of the thicket on horseback in an open field and lasso him. (laughs) Geralt says, could work if you helped. Two people are required for an enterprise like that. But right now, I just want to know, like, what it is. Right. Uh, Dandelion says, hey, you don't have your sword on you. Like, what? Get, why don't you have your sword on you? Like, what are you doing? This is a mo- this is a devil. What are you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. Geralt says, what for? I know some ballads about devils too, you know. Dandelion says, do we have to squeeze through the very middle of this thicket? Geralt says, you don't have to. You can go back to the village and wait for me. <laughs> Dandelion's like, oh, no, no, no. And miss a chance like this? I want to see the devil too. So then after traveling through the thicket for a while, they come across a clearing uh, with some like weeds stamped down and in the center was a large flat stone with several clay bowls and on it and stuff so it was like pretty clear that someone was kind of like eating on it or like living around here because the grass is all like you know matted down there was an almost burnt out tallow candle with some grains of corn beans and seeds fluttered around the landscape Geralt expected this the townspeople are bringing the devil offerings, it seems. Dandelion says he starts to, like, kind of babble. Uh, Which, I'm pretty sure they said that they hadn't done anything with this. Yes. Devil. Right. I think <laughs> Geralt, I think Geralt asked them, like, mm-hmm. are, are you guys, like, giving him anything? Like, what are you, what are you guys right. doing? And they kind of were like, no, we're not doing anything, you know. But, right. Like, yeah, we haven't done anything. Right. But it's That's pretty, they said. but Geralt expected that they were, so. There's like a little altar. <laughs> right. Pretty much. So Dandelion kind of starts to babble a little bit and is abruptly cut off by a sinister bleating, like a, like a like goat. A goat? <laughs> like a goat. Something rustled and stamped in the hemp. Then the strangest creature the witcher has ever seen emerged. Emerged. Bum, bum, bum. The creature was half a rod tall with building eyes and a goat's horns and beard. All right, back it up. <laughs> was half a rod tall. What the fuck does that mean? What is a rod? Like a dowel rod type situation. Like, How tall is that? Any height? Because oh, you can my. cut it. I don't know. What the heck? It must be something that we're supposed to know or... It's some Polish thing. Right. Gotta be. Maybe it's like a... Ruler? I don't know, but he's not that short. No, I don't know, man. All right, building eyes. What does that mean? I don't know. All right, and a goat. Were you drinking when you were typing? I I could have. This actually. I have no clue. I could have typed in something (laughs) wrong. (laughs) In its nether regions, where they they were covered with long, thick, dark red hair, right down to the cleft hooves. (laughs) So I'm picturing like a. Uh, the, the, wit, uh, the, wit, the wardrobe. Lion, the witch, and the wardrobe? Right, the that... little, uh, little man the, with the scarf. Centaur, right? Uh, yeah, no. The little, little, mm. little, not the, not the guy, not the, like, the little, uh, No, centaurs are horses. What's yeah, half yeah, man, yeah. half goat? Right, right. No, the, no, no, no. Yeah, They're the different guy, things. I know, I'm telling, uh, the guy with the, the red scarf. Yes, I know, I know exactly who you're talking about, I just... Right. Don't know what creature he is. Hold on one second. Half man, half goat. Fawn. Fawn. That's kind of what I pictured, I think. We'll see when we watch the Netflix show, I guess. Yes, that is. the Well, so in Roman mythology, it's a fawn. In Greek mythology, it's a satyr. Satyr? So, could be either. The devil had a long tail ending in a brush-like tassel, which wagged energetically like a dog. <laughs> the devil barked, ook, ook! Before every sentence. Ook! Ook! What do you want here? Leave or I'll ram you down! Dandelion said, Has anyone ever kicked your arse, little goat? (laughs) Um, The goat thing bleated angrily, and Geralt told the poet to stop speaking immediately. Can you not? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you 
Continue now, I'm sorry. Dandelion continued. Most certainly you can take the barrel, organ, and bell when you go home. I don't know what the fuck that means. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No clue. (laughs) Geralt said, Stop it, damn you. Keep your stupid jokes to yourself. The goat thing says, Jokes? New jokers have come, have they? They've brought iron balls, have they? I'll give you iron balls, you scoundrels. The goat sprang up and gave a sudden swipe with its hand. Dandelion howled and sat down hard on the path, (laughs) grasping his forehead. Geralt heard something whiz past his ear. An iron ball, an inch in diameter, thwacked the witcher in the shoulder and the next one uh, hit the poet. Dandelion cursed and scrambled away as Geralt ran after him with more balls blazing past them. I'll give you balls! Ook, ook! The devil's aim was true, and he seemed to have an endless supply of balls to throw. End of section three. All right, so we're running a little long, and we will continue the story with the devil next week and find out what happens. Bum, bum, bum. All right, bye. Goodbye. As always, thanks so much for listening. We would love to connect with you on social media. Our Instagram is Boozy Books and Movies, and that is where we post all of the pictures of our drinks. Twitter is at Boozy Book Movie, where we post episode updates, and our email is boozybooksandmovies at gmail.com. And look for our TikTok coming soon. We are a Boozy Book Movie on there. We haven't posted anything yet. Coming soon. Rate and review us wherever you are listening, and don't forget we post every Monday.